welcome back. As mentioned previously in episode four, this is a two-part episode. If you haven't already, please go back and listen to part one as part two starts now. I hope you enjoy. That's such a big thing with older people. Oh, come give your auntie yeah. a hug. Give me a hug and a kiss. And, and she's like grabbing the them. And the like, kid is like, ah, I don't want to. And why? Then, why are you, A, forcing yourself on a child when you can see that they're visibly uncomfortable? Yeah. And B, if he says, I don't want to, why are you getting mad? You think the kiss is going to make your life better? Yeah. Get over it. And and then that thing is like, do the work to make him comfortable enough to want to be around you or hug you. But ex- work. Also, let's just learn to accept it now. Yeah. Because if you were go- if you approach a grown person and said, oh, can I have a hug? And you're just not feeling it today. I've done that before. <laughs> Adults, can I have a hug? No. No. Exactly. No. But do they question you? Yeah. They're like, oh, no, I don't want to hug you. And that's that. No, that's it's that. not. It's, come on, no. no. So kids should have that same right <laughs> and 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 allowance to to have some autonomy over their bodies. Yes, like, and that yeah, I do. I make sure like Aiden and I from the time that he was younger. You know he has ADHD, right? Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of issues when he was younger with his. He would go from zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how to regulate his emotions or what they were, where they were coming from. So I've always taught him like breathing exercises. When he was younger, we used to do the blowing on your fingers, mm-hmm. each individual finger mm-hmm. to calm him down. And with time though, as he's gotten older, he knows how to regulate his, his emotions. But nine times out of 10, if he's upset, he goes to his room. Removes himself. He removes himself. He sits in there for a little bit. And then he comes out and he says, mommy, I'm ready to talk. You know how mature that is? Yeah. There's grown people I know who have a hard time doing that. Stepping away from the situation because you know I'm flooded with this is what my therapist has taught me. When you're feeling flooded with emotion, yeah, step away from the situation, calm down. But you know when you're a kid, parents don't let you. No, they don't let come you talk leave. To me now. Come talk now. Talk Sit to down. your sister now. Sit down Get, now. Talk about apologize it now. now. Do this now. I don't force him to do that stuff. I'm just like <laughs> take the time, and then when he has done something wrong, mm-hmm. we talk about what he did wrong, why it was wrong, what other options do you think you had? And I ask him questions. Mm -hmm. What do you think you could have done better? Would you want someone else to do this to you? Mm -hmm. We break it, I break it down to him to the point where it's like, I want you to understand why you're wrong. Mm. Why this was hurtful. Because I said so. Yeah, not just because some adult said you did the wrong thing. Like, let's really talk about this. And I find like now, he's like, he tells me all the time, his friends are always like, Aiden, we need a pep talk. Or Aiden, we need a, like, he's Not always. Not being the adult of the group. Yeah, he's the adult. He's always, like, the peacekeeper. He's always, like, let's Rational talk about this mind. stuff. Yeah. Do you know how important and valuable that is? Because That's at, all he's I in want. grade, what, five? Six. That, you know, going into grade, going into high school with that, those kind of skills, when mm-hmm. people are trying to mess with you, he's going to be able to be like, you're tripping. I'm going over here. Yeah, you, he, take, you, you take a time out. And. And he's, and what I really like is that I want, I don't want him to be like the type of man who has a savior complex mm. because their mothers were like overly dependent on them to take care of their emotional needs and all that stuff. Like my thing with Aiden is we're in a generation now, women are able to work, men are able to work. There's no, I need to take care of you. No, it's now we're a team. Mm-hmm. You need to be someone's partner. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be the man of the house or calling the shots. I want him to be able to communicate with me and with people. I want him to understand his emotions. I don't want him to be the type of man that a woman has to go to therapy for. Okay. <laughs> we don't want that. I don't want that. I, I, I just feel like the example of what 
parenting, what we see the millennial parents are trying to do today in comparison mm-hmm. to the small differences that if our parents did, we wouldn't need as much therapy as we need now. Yeah. Like taking... Because we needed the awareness in therapy too. Yeah. That's what I needed first was, wow, my patterns, how I behave, how I react, how I speak, all of these things came from my environment mm-hmm. and I didn't even notice it. And you never really understand like wh- how you respond to anger, how you respond to frustrating or difficult yeah. situations. Or someone saying something to you that you don't like and it's like, it's not the fucking end of the world. But being in an environment where every time <coughs> something was a difficult or problematic situation and it was a screaming match or, you know, you were, you were, your finger, they wagged your finger at you and yeah. just berated you, but didn't really give you, like you said, examples as uh, of how you could have done it better. Mm-hmm. Or, or I remember one time I was a kid and I was a good kid. Okay. Like, yeah, not great, 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 great grades, but I was like in the line, created wasn't crossing the line. Yeah. And the one, you knew where that line was. yeah. And so one time peer pressure got the best of me because I had little confidence because I wanted to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And a girl talked me into doing something I knew in my gut I shouldn't have done. Yeah. I did it and I got in trouble. And I remember my mom and I, I you know, she, she and I have had many attacks, so it is what it is. She understands where I'm coming from. My mom, I remember instead of her yelling at me, which is what I was almost prepared for, I was terrified of what mm-hmm. the response was gonna be. She did the I'm going to tell you I'm disappointed and not say nothing and then have the friends come over and then tell you that tell they're disappointed. I remember our neighbor came over and was like, I'm so disappointed. I'm not you, Karina. And, you know, you might think it's comical and it was like a lesser blow. People think it's cute. Aiden it, it has actually, told me not to do that. He's like, don't tell your friends like what what I've done because that I don't want to hear a lecture four or five times, even with his dad. Huh? He's just like. If you, if I do something, he's like, talk to dad about it. And either you guys talk to me together mm. or you, just you, because like, first I have to get the lecture at school. Mm. Then I have to get the lecture from the principal. And you then also you have to, yeah. As a child, he also probably berates himself. Yeah. I, I already feel that. bad about exactly. it. And then I come home and you're making me feel bad about and it. And then you're and talking then about you, it with your friends. And then you're talking about it with friends. And then this person saying, oh, Aiden, I'm really disappointed. And then I'm going to my dad's two days or the weekend after, and then I have to hear it again. again. Yeah. And he's he has communicated that with me that please don't do that. I thought I that I almost in that moment I had almost wished he hit me instead. Yeah, because beat me. I'm like, why you told? She told the neighbor. She told my aunt in England. She, and I was just <laughs> oh like, because because I was the good child. Because you were the good child, and it yeah. almost made me regret being the good child. Yeah, I wish I did things worse more often. Exactly. So I'm again. I'm not saying that there is a perfect way to parent mm-hmm. i'm just saying if she had been the only one to speak to me about that and had said i was disappointed that in and of itself would have made me never do it again yeah but to then make me feel embarrassed later yeah. embarrassing your child whether you meant to it was whether it was intentional or not we gotta doing not do the that. whole you know telling everybody about what your child did as as, as a form of gossip yeah and embarrassing me yeah it played a big role in a again how i felt my mother felt about me yeah and how i in, in interacted and it feels with the personal. world exactly yeah. aiden told me that and i stopped doing oh, it as wow. soon as he pointed it out to me i was like i'm sorry i didn't know it affected you that way you know like i talked to this person I, this is my person he's like talk to them about other stuff just not 
it's my business me. yeah and that's and, and as a kid again to be able to say this is between you and me you don't need to be shamed. if he was an adult and he said if you and i had a disagreement and it was let's have a conversation mm-hmm. just let's keep this issue between you and i you would respect yeah, that so would why wouldn't it. you respect it if your child told you that now as we, when we were kids, we, we couldn't do that. But for that. The, the simple fact that he is capable and comfortable enough to say to you, mom, please don't do that. And for you to give yeah. him that respect, that will, again, go a long way because A, yeah. he set a boundary and you choose not to disrespect it or ignore it. Because I understand it. And I also mm. understand, this is the other thing that I find when people are not parents. I have like there's, I have some friends who are not parents that like if Aiden's in a bad mood or I, like, it's like, oh, I'm not going to go do that with him because he's not in a good mood. And people are like, just you tell him. Just like, just bring him. It doesn't matter. Listen, I am learning <laughs> from my child that he is a human being. He has the same emotions and feelings and moods that I have. And just like I won't go to the mall if I'm not in the mood to go to the mall, I give him that that um, respect as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm I as soon as he told me not to do that with talking to people, and I was like, you know what, you're right that was wrong of me to do and I apologize that it won't happen again mm-hmm. hasn't happened again mm-hmm. even if I tell his dad that something happened I'm like I already dealt with it I'm just letting you know I'm just letting you know this happened we don't need to have another discussion with him and he's also like okay fine I won't talk to him about it mm-hmm. if it is a big deal mm-hmm. and I want to talk to him with his dad we call his dad his dad's on speaker when mm-hmm. we talk because I figured like that's the best approach to take because we live in separate houses mm-hmm. i don't want him to always feel like he's got to get the double mm-hmm. lecture he already has the double home mm-hmm. and the, the, like mm. the two sets of rules like and i i didn't even realize until he got older he was able to communicate these things that there was a lot of things mm. that bothered him about wow. the back and the forth and and just like he wanted more like dad and mom time so like there's just yeah like us together and, and being more comfortable together so I had to do, I had to do a lot of work because one, I had to forgive his father Mm. for the stuff that I really wasn't ready to deal with. To co-parent. Yes. And I had to also accept the fact that this is the person I chose to have a child with. Right. This is like, regardless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of how I feel about the situation now, my son deserves to have two parents that love him, two parents that can sit down and have a conversation with him. So... I'm so happy that I went to therapy because if it wasn't for that, I would have done what my parents did. As a child who gossip and lie about each other. As a child who grew up in a single home with my mom and my dad, same thing. Mm -hmm. First of all, (laughs) the simple fact that you're willing to realize the importance parents and people Mm -hmm. are inherently selfish and self-centered. We can't help it sometimes. Right. And so as a parent, when you decide to take yourself out of the moment yeah. of this Remove person yourself. hurt me and, yeah. and realize there's a, another relationship to now consider mm-hmm. and I have to do whatever I need to do to make this relationship work positively yeah. for the benefit of that child. You know how difficult that is? My mom and my dad, they spoke like they were cool, mm-hmm. but they never spoke. So while Aiden probably had like the, you, t- you talk to him and then your dad, his dad talked yeah. to him. My dad didn't know shit about what I did. Yeah. And sometimes I almost felt like, like you said, if my mom had called my dad and said, this is what your child did. And they had a conversation together with me. Mm-hmm. I would have felt bad, but I would have felt like my parents were involved yeah. and showing and for Aiden to express that to you. And for you to, again, step outside of what you feel you wanted, how yeah. you want to deal with him and be like, I want to make sure Aiden feels it 
cared for by both parents yeah. equally and loved and supported and also seen he is seen and he's half his father exactly. so if i am sitting there and i am cursing this person and saying i hate this person this per- i like he is half of his father like his blood is running through his veins and like that self-hatred is going to be projected onto my kid I don't ever want him to feel like he he was made from love. There was a time where love was there, and I never wanted him to feel that trauma. Especially from a male perspective, eh? Like, my mom used to be like, oh, your dad is this, your dad is that. He he don't do, he didn't do, he should have done. And I hear it, and I got upset. And it probably, uh, no, it did mold how I looked at men. Mm -hmm. But as a young boy, to hear your mom berate your father, knowing and then you're you're at your you're with your dad separate situation and you do something and someone goes you just like your dad are you are you scared of that now yeah because you hear your mom talk about how bad your dad is yeah. i never even thought of it, it from that perspective as a young boy kids. yeah kids in general but as a young boy hearing your mom talk about your dad and you knowing i'm like my dad in a b and c way does that make me automatically yeah. a bad person yeah and that's what i'm saying like as parents Ooh. even if it's, it's boy or girl mm-hmm. your dad is your father oh yeah you, I have even, parts of him. Even, you have parts of him. You have personality traits mm-hmm. from him that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. And I just find like if you look at the positives of of that co-parent mm-hmm. and you focus on the positives, like I really had to work on that. I had to focus on like the goal is for Aiden to have mom and dad. And even if not everybody is healing like we're willing to be healed, fine. Mm-hmm. But take one moment to recognize talking bad about that other parent in front of your child is never positive. It's never positive. You affect their relationship, no matter your intention. So even your if your kid loves both of their parents, exactly. Not because you don't love him anymore yeah. means your child shouldn't. So your child should have to hear all of the, the nay nays that he did to you. And mm-hmm. you're talking to your friend about what he did to you. Keep that shit separate. Yeah. That's something. And just know that was your choice. Okay. Even, even mm-hmm. if bad things happen in that relationship, you chose Ooh. to procreate with that person. Ooh. You knew what you knew. And if you didn't know, be glad that you're not with that person. But realize that their ability to be a father and their ability to be a good partner can be different. Can be different. That is wild. Yeah. Because uh, let me tell you, like, his dad, they have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. He says his dad is his best friend. Someone said to me the other day, they're like, oh, like, um, when Aiden grows up, if he moves to his dad's, are you going to be upset? Oh my God. And I was like, no. It's his parent. That's his dad. I'll see him when he has time to see me. But here's the thing. I want him to have the same relationship and comfort and stability that he has with me, with his father. And I want him to feel comfortable enough to leave me when he needs to. When he needs to be with his father, I don't want him to feel like, oh my God, I can't leave my mother. No, you're not doing a good job as a parent if your child does not have the confidence to spread their wings. Ooh. You're not doing your job. Wow. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. It's it's wild because I, I just, stepping out of myself now and looking back at how things said and the way things were done mm-hmm. can truly affect the trajectory of the relationship with the child and yeah. their parent if just a few things were not said yeah. or were said instead of... It does of, affect you because you're going to, even if you're huge. looking at that parent, that other parent that, like, let's just say it's a mom and dad and your mom just talks so much crap about your father, about all the bad things that he's done. Even if you love him, the person who takes care of you and provides for you is the mom. 
The person who puts the roof over your head is the mom. So whenever you're with the dad, it's hard for you to see the positive attributes. It's hard for you to see, oh, look, he's trying. Look, he's taking me here. And then, you know, like I've been around other mothers who have done that in front of their kids, family members, cousins of mine. You know who you are. (laughs) Like I have said to them, like what you're doing right now is a detriment to your child. It is. Don't do that. You made the decision. Mm. Your child needs to love both of their parents and they need to know that both of their parents love them. Unless the father is abusive and he's like really like beating the child and doing right. all kinds of unnecessary shit. Go to the courts, get that stuff dealt with. I'm not saying every, I'm not saying that every person, you know, should yeah. be doing that, but I'm saying you were in a happy relationship with this person. And the one reason why you're mad at them is because they left you, cheated on you, whatever. And you're no longer allowing them to be a parent. Shame on you. Oh, I, I, and, and, and what happens with those games mm-hmm. is children. You're only hurting one person. Children feel the need to take pledge allegiance to a parent. Yeah. They have no, they, they can't help themselves because you, again, you hear or, and you see, or you listen to your parent talking about the other parent and you're thinking, wow, this, this, this guy really sucks. Yeah. And so I have to. You know, I have to have my mom's back because he did A, B, and C. Yeah. Not to you, though. Not to you. If he did things to you, fair. Have your feelings about how that parent treated you. Yeah. But if you're pledging allegiance because of what your mom is talking about with her friends, about how he treated he treated her, and now you're changing your relationship because of that, A, parents, don't do that. Don't do it. And B, as a child, remove yourself from that yeah. portion of the mother-father relationship because it has nothing to do with you you should not be put in a position where you need to pledge allegiance to a parent and it shouldn't be indicative on how much love you get from either parent how much how much the roof over your head or the i did everything for you forget this person they didn't pay child support they didn't do this like stop stop because because the love is the love as long as that father is loving and they're doing what their best and they're showing up for the kid the kids need the love more than they need the money. The money is helpful, but they they need the person to show up. They need to go and see their dad, spend time with their dad, whether their dad has a girlfriend or not. Um, <laughs> you got to let your kids be with both of their parents because they, they're, they're walking around with that stuff and it's not healthy. And they should be allowed. You they should, should be allowed. Let, let this leave the space for the child to feel comfortable loving their parent in spite of what that person Good, did to you. Bad, yeah. Because as a as a child, we see things, we hear things, we understand things, and eventually that child will become an adult and they will form their own opinion. Yes. Do not spend so much time berating that other person that you are have now formed that child's opinion of their parent for them before they've had a chance to truly experience who this person is, is all encompassing yeah. and infl- make their own judgment call. Because we it, will. Yeah, we will. And the thing is the the, the co parenting, it doesn't end when your children get older, they get married. Mm. They have other children with their partners. Mm. And the one thing that they will not want is two bickering grandparents at Christmas dinner. Mm. Okay? They don't want that. Wouldn't it be so lovely if when Aiden has his wife and his two kids and he says, Mom, I want to have a whole house together. Yeah. And you can I want to have my dad and his wife. And exactly. I want to have... That is what... That, my goal... That's what that's it should be goal. about. That's my goal is... That's what every parent I, today should be Heck, like if Simon and I can co-parent our grandchildren, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't want to ever have that moment where my son is 
going through choose. the invite list like um mm. who can i who, should i talk to my mom about this first should i tell or, my mom should you I just ask make my dad, life so much more can difficult? i invite my dad and his girlfriend uh. can i invite my dad and his wife I don't want my son to have that. I just want him to be like everybody come. I want my whole family. And don't you, as a part, as a parent, a part of the co-parenting, feel like it's not perfect, but it's a lot easier yes, than if easier. it was me constantly pushing against everything yeah. he did. Literally, it's why easier. would you make? I'm telling you right now, the drama mm-hmm. that we had early on when we first went mm-hmm. our separate ways. Luckily, thank God, Aiden was young. Mm. He hardly remembers that. Mm. We got it together mm-hmm. by the time he was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. I think we got it together. But we separated when he was like three. Mm. So that was like the st- most stressful thing. But it was always push and pull, push mm-hmm. and pull all the time. Like, And I really could not stand him. Like, I really could not. No offense if you're listening. <laughs> I just, I just, like, just even, like, he triggered me. Everything he did and said to me triggered me. And then I really, the, once I started going to therapy, I really had to dig deep of, of like, where that's coming mm-hmm. from. And what I didn't want for my kid and how I wanted him to feel that security and love from both of his parents. I want him to have that confidence, to have a good relationship with both of us. And, to so. the, and now because of the, those pushing through the hard parts, not being stubborn and doubling down on why you don't like this person. Sure, don't like them outside yeah. of the parent. But portion. here's the thing. It's Alexa. It's Alexa. Alexa, stop being weird. Oh my God, I whole train of thought. Oh gosh. Oh, I was basically this. The fact that you are willing to acknowledge the problematic situation mm-hmm. and step past that don't it makes your life so much easier oh, it today makes it so easier one wouldn't all okay i get it i not, feel more peace too and this is the thing the relationship didn't work i'm not in that relationship like I'm not bound by i'm those not things bound anymore. by that relationship yeah. anymore that wasn't my person my long-term person we got our beautiful son from that relationship i'm grateful to god universe mm-hmm. whatever but me the ultimate piece is i'm not in that mm-hmm. so why am i fighting with this person what well, why am i allowing myself Still, to fight with this person give there's them no so point. much energy i get, and also okay i want to say i understand that there aren't for some co-parenting situations it's not it's it'll not take easy, yeah. it'll take longer to get to where you get to if ever and you'll some people aren't going to be as willing to just see the bigger picture yeah we understand it takes that. a while but you I, have to but I feel like also if one parent out of the two is willing to kind of step back, mm-hmm. then the other parent almost has to eventually they have no choice. just let it yeah. go. Isn't that Michelle Obama said that? Like when they go home, when they go, go high low, you, or when, when they, they go, go low, low, you go high. high. They're going to have to eventually have to meet you where you're at. Like yeah. if they want to get to you, mm. they're going to have to tone it, tone it down, tone the drama down. So unless they're crazy and they end up. No. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, unless they're crazy and they try to kill you. And then in that case, um, <coughs> see you on Netflix and a true crime doc. I yeah. pray that doesn't happen to people. But there are crazy people out there. Yeah. I think All co-parenting situations are different. Listen, if the man is, like, stalking you and say psycho and coming into your house when you're sleeping at night, like, go to court for that. I don't know. But <laughs> call the popo. Call the popo out. Um, no. Um, honestly, I think what... As children and and the trauma we experienced, this went straight to like yeah, it went left left. Oh yeah, I just realized that. I'm like, yeah. what were we talking about what, before? The, but no, co-parenting. This is all trauma related. It's yeah, all trauma related. Sure. So I I feel like today, 
No, I feel like in the future, because of the things you're doing now as a parent, as an adult, as a woman, as a woman of today, and all of the things that are going on in the world, mm -hmm. it will be better for it because of the choices that you're choosing to make now. It'll be worth it. And the, 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 the willingness to just hold yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we understand that our parents were doing what they knew back then. Yeah. And they couldn't, they could only do with what they were equipped with fair. Yeah. But I would appreciate it if more parents today, boomers, Gen X, Think about whoever, it. would, I'm not asking you to apologize for everything you did, but just take the time to go, you know what? I didn't have all the answers. I did make mistakes and I'm sorry. That. That's it. That sentence. That's literally all it will take. And then also do better in the relationship. Yeah, try not to repeat, repeat the yeah, things. Yeah, don't repeat that. You know, do the things but, to the grandchildren that you did to the kids. Yeah, like yeah. if you're doing shit to your grandkids that you were doing to your kids. But thankfully we wouldn't let that. As, I wouldn't let that, uh, no. Exactly. You're, you'll be cut off. If Sorry. I see my my mom or whatever doing the thing that they did to me that caused me trauma as, as an adult today, I'm stepping in. Yeah, you step in. But So I, just do better, guys, in general. Whether you're a parent or an aunt or an uncle, if you know that you hurt someone or your niece, your nephew, your mm -hmm. whatever family child came to you and said, you hurt me or you, you put me in danger or you affected just how, listen. just listen, just listen and apologize and wish them well and tell them that your goal is to have a healthy relationship with them. And you know, you're sorry. And just a smidgen of effort. See, yeah, goes a long way. Yeah, we know that not everybody is going to heal. We know that not everybody's going to fix themselves overnight. But small effort, little by little, goes a long way. And and showing that you care and you've heard somebody yeah. goes a long way. So I think we're gonna end it here because we I could think we've go gone on for a long time. We could go. We could go all the way left and all the way right. Ultimately, millennials of today, I'm proud of us for I'm healing. Proud of us. I don't have a child yet because I'm trying to heal because I got deal with your layers shit. of shit. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> deal so with your shit when you I bring have a little baby. person in exactly. here. Yeah. And, and, and not to say that anybody is doing it wrong for doing it however yeah. they're doing it. I just know me, I had to deal with some things before I had a kid because I had a lot of stuff going on. And for the parents of tomorrow, I know that you'll be better than even we were. Yeah. And for the parents of yesteryears, we understand. We understand. We just want a little bit of acknowledgement. And apologies. Yep. So on that note. You going to say it? No, you can say it. If you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> please remember to like, comment, subscribe, share. share. And hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you are feeling with this conversation. Clearly we went yeah. all over the place, but I feel like there was. It you was guys all... are used to it by now. <laughs> you should be used to it. It was all worth it. And I think this was a deep conversation. So share your thoughts in the comments below, people. Listen on Apple Podcasts. Listen on Spotify, YouTube. We're all over the place. Follow us on Instagram, Spotify. TikTok. I said Spotify. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>